0: This is the Wine and Popcorn Podcast, episode 23. Hey, Wine Gladiators, this is Krista, and I know I normally start out the show with a uh, little series of teasers uh, leading into this week's episode of Scandal Recap. And uh, in light of the... um, Tragedies that happened on Friday with the terrorist attacks in in Paris. I, I wanted to say a couple things. One is um, I won't be addressing the um, any of the issue or the uh, aspects of the show uh, this past week that were related to bombing or terrorism. So I'll leave that out on my recap. Um, but over and above that, I just wanted to say to um, everyone and to anyone who may be listening from uh, France, uh, are also from, um, Beirut that, uh, truly, truly sorry, uh, about these tragedies. I don't know why people do these things, but I just wanted to let you know, I stand with you, um, praying for you. And, uh, I wanted to say, uh, specifically to the people in Paris, uh, j'ai pris pour vous et z'aimé avec vous. Um, I hope I said, I've been practicing this. I'm praying for you and I stand with you. Um, That's it. And on to the show. This is the Wine and Popcorn Podcast, giving you recaps of ABC's hit show, Scandal, from an irreverent, black, bougie perspective. I'm your host, Krista Summit, the Wine Gladiator. And I break down uh, the highlights of the show, as well as the fashion, hair, music, the wine, and of course, all the foolishness that we get into on social media while Scandal is on. Wine Gladiators, I have got a sneak peek at this month's Audiobook of the Month from our sponsor, Audible.com. And the book is The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Anyone who knows me
1: personally or even remotely knows that I can't dance. It's sad. I just cannot. No matter how many twerk team videos I watch on YouTube, I can't isolate my booty in a way that rappers would find acceptable. And it's always been expected of me. Refer to situations number one and two in The Struggle. Being the only American girl in my Senegalese elementary school, I was asked, Joisa, teach us what they do in the States. Being one of the few African American girls in a gifted nerdy elementary school in Potomac, Maryland, I overheard, Joisa knows how to do the running man, right? I don't think it was until I met my first friend in Los Angeles that I realized I didn't dance the way some of the other black girls in my school did. I'm not horrible. On a scale of Michael Jackson to drunk white girl, I come in a drunk black girl. I can keep time really well. I have great rhythm and can bounce to said rhythm accordingly. But seeing the way girls in my middle school moved and swayed their bodies like the women I sometimes noticed in adult music videos like the Rum Shaker was a shock to me. Was I supposed to preternaturally know how to dance like this already? Was there a course I wasn't privy to? Had I known the social advantage to the dance classes my mother attempted to enroll me in, hoping to dilute my tomboy tendencies, I'd have obliged. But I refused. Even now, I can't go to a Zuma class filled with old Latina women without feeling self-conscious and inadequate. It's not just that I couldn't put my hands on my knees, pop my booty, and do the tootsie roll, but this freak dancing phenomenon was intimidating. I hadn't even seen a guy's privates before, and now I was required to put my butt on some random boy's junk and gyrate in an attractive way while he stood there? For the benefit of whom?
0: So what do you think? I mean, you got to, you cannot not like that. You got to listen to that. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I I listen to music a lot. I love music. I DJ, I'm learning the guitar, but sometimes I get a little tired of listening to music and I want to listen to something different. um, That's informative. And, you know, audiobooks are perfect. And I I could say I'm I'm listening to uh, Issa's book right now. I love it. I think you'll love it too. So why not just uh, hit up that link? It's um, audibletrial.com forward slash wine and popcorn. And again, that'll be in the show notes uh, wherever you're listening and it'll be on the blog. So uh, check it out. Try out um, Awkward Black Girl and uh, let me know what you think about the book. would love to hear from you. What is good, Wine Gladiators? This is your host, Krista Summit. Um, hope you've had a, a good week and maybe that this uh, podcast will give you uh, a laugh and much-needed smile um, after some, uh, a very, very difficult uh, last few days uh, with the situation in our world. Oh my goodness, this episode of Scandal was just... Everything. Uh, if, if I could uh, give it a title, I would have called it Stunting Like My Daddy because, I mean, live stunted through this whole episode. Oh, my gosh. Let's get into this. So when they start out, uh, there's this uh, state dinner that's going on um, that where Fitz is hosting some... Um, uh, leaders from a, a fictitious country, I, I can't even remember what they said, I thought they were from Turkey, but I, I guess they, they, you know, used a fictitious country. And so i I'm, and I had to rewind because I, I, I don't know, I think I'd stepped out to take the dog out. So I didn't get actually see the lead in lead in. And so all I saw was this good looking guy in the beard, and live giggling and all dressed up. And I thought some guy was at the dinner being inappropriate and trying to holler at live in front of Fitz. And I was like, well, daggone, this is bold right here. Um, look at this fine guy giggling with live about Wimbledon and stuff. And then I ran, wound back and I realized, oh, okay, this is a state dinner. And live has just, um, implanted herself into the white house as, um, I don't know what you call I guess girlfriend in girlfriend of the United States Geo godas. I don't know um she she is just and more so at times acting like she's running the country I mean Fitz stands there half the time looking all uh goofy like um he looked like Prince Philip standing next to Queen Elizabeth like well, okay honey whatever you say so uh like i said live is running it these last few episodes so um oh and before i get into that a little more let me step back one second one of the first things that happened is uh, abby and uh messy cyrus were talking about um whether or not the leaders from this fictitious country would accept Liv and receive her because um this was to be be supposed to be a fictitious Muslim country, and Cyrus and I'm sorry, Cyrus, I ain't gonna be but too many hoes and whatever else you're gonna call me um we we would have to have a conversation about that, but he's gonna call Liv a hoe and she slithered her way into the president's bed, et cetera, et cetera and uh Abby with the shade says. Oh, well, you married one. I was like, oh, snap, 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 snap. Go, Abby. The shade of it all. Um, Abby, uh, and, and he's talking about, oh, that's a totally different situation. Blah, 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 blah. I guess he said, it ain't tricking if you bought it. Whatever. Anyway, so back to this dinner. So they have these uh, translators there, which I presume was for Fitz because, as I recall from last season, Liv speaks Farsi. So um I was like, go ahead on Liv holding it down. She just talking, you know, blah 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 Just I mean, just killing it. So all of a sudden, um one of the translators slips in and says, as this young guy says, I want to defect. And so Liv distracts uh one of the leaders and and you know, somehow and talks to a guy talking about why do you want to defect? And he said, Oh, I just, you know, I endure too much and I want to come to this country. And she said, well, have you been abused directly? And he said, no. And she said, well, I can't help you. And I'm like, "Liv, you're not the president, but go ahead on girl. You know, you do, you go ahead, do what works for you. So, um, long story short, I'm going to get finished up this storyline and then come back to the rest. So, um, Long story short, come to find out, this guy—he has some um, secret information. He said he could give to Lib, and he was trying to—Lib was trying to use that as a bargaining chip in order to secure his uh, uh, asylum in the United States. And they kind of go through this episode of, well, is the information true? Is it false? You know, and they think he's lied, and then they find out he hasn't lied and then i don't know he must have ate at chipotle out there in uh uh, on the west coast where they had the e coli or something because cuz gets sick later on at another dinner or something they had and fell out and had to go to the hospital and then later on he ends up trying to kill himself um and then Liv, all, after all this drama, would come to find out this young man is gay, and um, that's why he wants to defect because he's being um, uh, prejudiced against and, uh, and, and uh, oppressed uh, because of his sexuality. Now, I, you know, I kind of thought when Liv showed up at the um, hospital and Homeboy looked at her like. Um, girl, is that the 2015 Margiela fall collection? That coat is fierce. She might have picked up on something. But, you know, I think she maybe was too busy trying to figure out how she was going to run the whole country. But I I thought Liv should have, you know, she could have should have picked up on that. All right. So that's the deal with the, the dignitary and the asylum. Uh, you know, getting a political asylum, political asylum realness, as I called it. So, look, um, wouldn't it have been funny though if he'd have said, "Girl, is that Magella or is that Chloe?" Tory Birch, girl, you better, you know. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't. Please, I hope I didn't offend anybody. Um, Jake and Olivia, Jake and Olivia are getting on my nerves. They are like, if you remember. Puff Daddy and J Lo back in nineteen ninety seven. You remember how they they broke up and then they kept making songs and music videos about each other and going back and forth. You know they had that incident. You know they oh no I don't love you. Well, you left me in that club after the, and then pinned the shooting on Shine. Well, you went off and married one of your backup singers. Then you went back and married um your old boo from uh before you was married the first time then you married you know anyway um you remember all that back and forth remember they broke was supposed to been broke up and it was like a year they was making that i need a girl that 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 little girl with diddy scowl blah 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 and then she was making all oh, you should have want if you want me you should have wanted me when you had me ain't that funny and that little joint she had with ja rule but they were not together though okay we sleep you would sleep on that all right um, but that's how they are going back and forth. Where you you should have chose me. You was supposed to um, you were supposed to make me stay. You told me to go be with Fitz, and I was supposed to choose you. And he talking about excuse me, and she says, yeah, you know, you said you sent me over here. You told me to go on. I was gonna stay with you, and um, you know they didn't get to finish that little um, spat because um, Fitz walked in on them. So. We don't I don't know what's gonna happen with them, but that's that's that is uh I'm kinda of adjusting back to Fitz and Olivia again and I'm uh, Jake is working my nerves. As much as I love his beautiful abs, he's getting on my nerves. Okay, so the other thing theme with this show is Olivia, when are you gonna tell Fitz that you made a deal with the devil and Melly to let your daddy daddy pope out of jail and everybody's like, when are you gonna tell him are you gonna tell him i don't know so Liv and abby are sitting down in the office um having this little girls chat and i guess abby got a little bit too um too too personal and stepped on some toes and you know they was in there you know drinking wine taking it to the head all of that and uh, with the shoes kicked off, then Abby kind of went a little too far, like, well, you got to say something, and, blah, blah, blah. And, and Olivia was like, Abigail, girl, look, this is not the Apple Music commercial, and you ain't Taraji, and your darn sure ain't Mary J. Blige, and we ain't in here whopping it out to hypnotize, so you need to fall back, remember your place, so Abby's like, well, that guy's just trying to help, girl. You know, shoot, I, you know, you my girl, and you my bestie and BFF and everything. And Liv was like, be that as it may, fall back. So all right, so Abby, um, shut that, shut it down. So Cyrus, like I said, this, like I said, this was stunt night for everybody. So Cyrus had engineered this little stunt to get David Rosen to come over and to his office and kind of drops this little hint that, well, you know, uh, Rowan is out. Rowan Pope is out. Oh, really? You know, and then David Rosen go running off with the little okie doke. Oh, we got to go get him. Well, who, who did it? Who let him out? Well, we don't know. Um, so he finds out it's Olivia. So here come the feds going to arrest Olivia, Olivia in this fierce, look like Chanel. Chanel uh, houndstooth jacket. And Olivia's like, "Oh, um, what charges? And they're like, ma'am, just come with us. You know how to do. So they take Liv down in there in the in the hole. It looked like um, the basement of uh, somebody's middle school back in the day. It didn't look like federal prison to me, but whatever. Um, Liv's sitting in there and in terrible light, too. I was like, ooh, who did this yucky fluorescent light in her f- her makeup that beat just didn't look she looked pale i don't know maybe that was the idea so here comes the big moment of truth so fitz comes down sits on the table and he's like baby baby i know this is all a big mistake right i know you didn't do what they're saying you did right i i, I know this right you, you d- baby and live just looking at him and then right on cue here they put on the song by the artist of all heartbreak break, the soundtrack of all heartbreak breakups and unrequited love who Roberta Flack. But no, it's not the first time ever I saw your face or anything like that. Um, it is a cover of, will you still love me tomorrow? Um, but it, with the piano slow and what they did. And I believe if I read this right, uh, Tony Goldwyn who plays Fitz was, actually directed this episode so shout out to him because he he really killed this particular scene. <coughs> he um, What they did is they muted Fitz and Olivia's actual voices but you actually just watched them interact and then the song just played over the top of that scene and it almost seemed like, although they didn't put it in slow-mo, it almost felt like it was in slow motion. And tell you, kudos to Carrie Washington's acting chops and Tony Goldwyn's acting chops because that was one of those things you didn't even need to hear the dialogue to know what they're saying. You didn't even really have to read lips because the, the physicality of it was just off the chain. Oh, it was exquisite. Give them give them both an emmy give that episode an Emmy. The whole thing was just, it was really well done. Uh, one of the better scenes I've seen them do in a while. And Liv's, as she told Abby, I'm not ready to be done. Um, And she's, you could read lips and see that Liv told Fitz, I'm not ready to be done. Don't leave me like this, you know, and I, for my money, she could have tried a couple of other excuses. You know, she could have said, you know, t- t- you, know you can always play the PMS card. Um, and you'll definitely get the Cocker Spaniel look from a guy. You try that. You know, she could have said, baby, it was PMS. You know how I'm always um, craving Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. And then I just, you know, I had too much MSG. And I just was not myself. You know I'm not myself the second week in the month. You know, anything. And she didn't really cry, boo-hoo cry the, um after he left the holding room. And I think she should have, you know, broke on down and boohooed from the get go. Cause you can, like, you can say you get a lot of mileage with that. Sorry, ladies. I don't, I, I guess I shouldn't be giving our secrets away, but I was just trying to help a sister out. Now what happens after this should just go down in history. It should have been like a, a holiday or something. I mean, First of all, Olivia's in here on federal charges that could probably almost account amount to treason. And Fitz is like, her. unhandcuff her. Unhandcuffer. Are you kidding me? A lady that's about is up on federal charges? Unhandcuffer? Are you kidding me? No way. Fitz sitting in there cool as a cucumber sitting on an interrogation table like they're at the uh, doctor's office waiting to get the results of an ultrasound to know the sex of the baby. Not sitting there looking at uh, somebody that's up on felony charges and, and treason. And after that, he goes back to the White House and, and this is the part where you just had to fight to keep your brain from falling out the side of your head. Tell Cyrus, I want her returned. I want her released and I want her returned to the residence. And Cyrus was like, you said what? Said which? Huh? Oh, uh, uh-uh. wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Come, come, come again, Fitz. And Fitz is like, I did not stutter. I said I want to release and bring her to the White House. This is White House. This is not house arrest. This is White House arrest with no ankle bracelet whatsoever. A black woman? Are you kidding me? They should have had D. Ray McKesson and uh, Melissa Harris Perry and uh, Bree Newsome and everybody else doing a, a panel discussion and they should have had like a, one of those uh White House parties in the drawing room when they bring in all of the R&B artists and stuff Are you kidding me? It was just, it, I was just like this is not happening. Oh my lord. And not only that he has all her clothes and all her belongings packed up and brought to the White House all her designer stuff, oh, it had it dry clean, thank you. Everything was hanging on separate bags. And Liv just sitting there like, what is, what is all this? So before she and Fitz sit down and she he kind of just reiterates what all this is, what White House arrest is, Mellie calls. Oh my goodness, stunt stunt queen, oh yes. And I'm sitting there thinking now here is the girlfriend just took a shower. Cause you know, that always let live do that curly look. They have Carrie do that, you know, natural curly look when she didn't got out the shower. Um, in the presidential seal bathrobe in Melly's closet, walk-in custom closet where they were sitting not three, four weeks ago. And Melly pulling moonshine out the Louis Vuitton steamer trunk um, and talking crazy. And now, as they say, the proverbial shoe is on the other foot. Go ahead, live. And then Liv's gonna answer the phone, sit down, and then Melly's gonna try to talk trash. I'm gonna tell Fitz. I'm gonna tell it all. I'm gonna tell everything. And Liv is like, sitting there with her legs crossed now see i'd have loved it if they'd have let her oh god i wish they'd just let her instigate a little bit you know you know what you know what i was thinking about this earlier what olivia needs is an anger translator like um key and peel have um uh for you know when they do the sketch about president obama and then he has an anger translator uh named luther olivia needs a uh um an anger translator like Aretha or something because I would have loved or just let live stunt on her. Just say, you know, the, the cell phone rings. Oh, Hey Melly, how you doing Hafa? what you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just sitting here in your walk-in closet while they're, um, hanging up my, uh, Narciso Rodriguez and my Christian Lacroix and my Stella McCartney. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right, Heffa, in your closet, right? there. Oh, hang that. No, scoot that down a little bit. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sitting here. um, Yeah, drinking some Vogue Coco. And uh, yeah, I got your robe on. This is really nice, Mel. Oh, and what you doing, Heffa? Oh, you, you voting on an agriculture bill or something? Oh, yes, I would have clowned. But anyway, I know Liv's got to maintain a certain decorum, but a girl can dream. All right. But I was just like, Black Erica Kane is running it. I mean, think about that. The mistress in the wife's closet, in the, in the wife's robe, with the wife's husband. Oh, my God. All right. So, m- wrapping this up. Um, I'm sorry. That was just so gangster. That, that was gangster. Boo. All right. Okay. I'm going to let it go now. Um, One other little thing, um, Huck and Jake kind of had this little um, pivotal exchange, um, because Jake has been assigned by Fitz to go find uh, Daddy Pope, and he tries to get Huck to help him, and Huck's like, gets him some information, and then says, you know, Tom Larson's with him, and I'm out, and Jake's like, what you mean you out? Come on, you know get you you know strap up man get your clip let's go and huck's like Mm-mm-mm. the devil is a liar i am not going there with you again and he's talking about your man is out and then when when they say that that means like they have gone past the point of no return as far as unrestrained violence and anger you know how huck used to do what he called his whiskey and he was starts carrying that toolkit um and Huck was like, look, man, Jake, man, you done released the cracking and you don't even realize it. I ain't going there with you, man. I am not catching a case. I'm not getting my hands dirty. I'm not going there again. And Jake looks at him like, well, all right, man, be easy. That's on you. So lo and behold, a- as we're wrapping up, Jake comes back and says, Fitz, hey, we found Daddy Pope. Now I don't know if Fitz is telling the truth that he's told folks he's not gonna, or he's told Liv that he's not gonna kill her dad. He's just gonna bring him in, or not. I, they, I that was kind of a mm, kind of muddy to me. I'm not sure. If if you know, tweet me or uh, leave, uh, hit me in in the comments um, on that. But <laughs> so, um, lo and behold. We we zoom in and they and uh, they got Daddy Pope um, restrained with zip ties to a chair. Some and some look like some uh, abandoned airplane warehouse. And I don't know why they had that in D.C., but hey, this is Hollywood. So sure enough, and who comes in to talk to him is not Jake. It's who Huck talking about. I got some questions for you. How many of y'all think Huck's gonna hold out and and keep the cracking inside? I have my doubts, but we will see next week. so Fitz sits down with Olivia and he's all gooby gooby goo baby. I love you you know I'm brought I've had you brought here. I'm gonna keep you safe um. This is your res. This is your home, and she's like, "I have a home," and he was like, nah baby, I done brought you on home to me. Now, your residence is sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Go on and put your little change of address card in at the post office." So, Liv is kind of got this little funny face. I'm like, "Girl, you better stand up." clap, light a match, do something. Do you understand you just beat some federal charges and you doing um, house arrest in the White House? What girl, girl, girl. It's a whole lot of folk uh, in D.C. wish they could get that kind of deal in their dreams. You better stand up, clap, light a match, Sing a spiritual, read a scripture, say an affirmation, light a candle, do something. You just beat the charge of all charges. But, you know, um, I guess it'll all kind of come to her. And then it ended with her looking over Fitz's shoulder when they was putting her white hat up on the shelf. And I guess that was supposed to be something like deep. I'm like, girl, forget a hat. You are free on federal charges accept it. Okay, so next week, I don't know, um, they're kind of showing some Christmassy stuff, and I think next week is going to be the winter finale, um, so we're going to have to see, you know, where they where they leave us until... Um, if history repeats, usually, now don't quote me on this, usually they start up again um, in, I almost said second semester, uh, they start up in the new year, usually... I can't remember if it's the end of January or end of February. I hope it's just end of January. I can't wait eight weeks. Um, So we'll see what happens um, at that point in time. All right. So now it's time for the wine gladiator wine tip of the week. And since we are close to the holidays here, uh, going into Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, I want to talk about some wines that you may or may not think about, um, for Thanksgiving time. And, uh, also that are good values. Cause I- I'm really not into labels for label sakes or years for years sake. Um, at the end of the day, it's wine, you consume it, you drink it. Um, and you need to buy what you like. And so this is um, a, a winery that uh, I recommend quite a lot. And they make different varieties. Um, all very good, which is called Chateau Saint-Michel. And it is based in Columbia Valley, which is in, in Washington State in the United States. Um, they make reds and whites Um, But what's cool about Chateau Saint-Michel is it it was a joint venture between an American winery and a French winery. And they make their wine in the French style, if that makes sense. Um, They use their their methodologies. Also, um, more or less, um, the, the place they built the winery um has similar climate and soil to uh um a winery in France. And so without getting too deep, um they the the one of the things that you look at or you consider when you are picking a type of wine and where to grow it and all that jazz is something the French call terroir, which basically means this is a big bougie word for the soil um, and the climate. And certain grapes and certain varieties grow better in certain climates. Um, And and good rule of thumb is um, the more intense the climate, the stronger the flavor, Um, although it may or may not be as consistent year to year. And so the good thing about, um, in general, U S wines is particularly on the West coast is you have a pretty consistent climate. Therefore you can pretty much year to year count on a good, consistent, uh, quality of, of wine. Um, and other parts of the other parts of the world, not necessarily so. And, um, the climate varies. So the thing is, if you get, have a good year and good weather, um, you get a good, nice flavorful wine. Um, if you have uh, crappy weather and a lot of freezing and stuff, uh, you may not get as good a batch. And that's where folks get all tripped out about, Oh, this was a 2012 such as such. Cause they may or may not know that was a particularly good or bad year. But anyway, for, uh, for us, for wine gladiators, we don't care. So, like I said, Chateau Saint Michel is a really good label. Um, it's pretty sold pretty widely. You could get it in grocery stores, big box retailers, as well as wine shops. Um, um what I'm the one I'm looking at today and talking about today is their Syrah, which is a uh, red. You may have heard me talk about before. If you if you get this variety in um, an Australian from an Australian wine, you may hear it called Shiraz. Um, but it's the same type of grape. It's red, uh, it's got a lot of um, fruit flavor to it, a lot of cherry, um, black cherry type of uh, notes to it, and very and there's a s- distinct smokiness to it, which a makes it good um, for with anything grilled. Um, but it also uh, makes it really, Good to think about at the holidays just because it's also a very bold flavor. And a lot of times, what you want to do with wines is you want to match the intensity of the flavor of the wine with the intensity of what you're eating. So, um, if you're having something, (coughs) excuse me, I don't know why I'm coughing, um, bland with. Um, You know, something that's maybe like a fettuccine alfredo that's got a cream sauce. And I'm sorry, that's the only thing I can think of that's kind of light styled or bland. Then you might want to drink like something light, like a pinot gris. Um, If you are eating um, something, like I said, like smoked turkey, um, smoked ham, Syrah might be nice. Um, So throw out whatever you heard about. Reds with red meat and whites with white meat, that all that. Just throw that out the window. Um, so check out uh, Chateau Saint-Michel Syrah. Um, that's a red and, and blacks. Hear me on this. Um, I don't want to hear that. I can't drink red wine. That give me a headache. Oh, Lord, that's too strong. And we would drink Henny Hypno uh crown and or whatever you know pepar vodka I don't know to the and take it to the head sometimes but then you can't drink a red wine. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. Stop tripping. So try that out. Um check out Santo Michelle. I will talk about some other varieties next week because um there's some others uh, uh, whites that I, I really love. Uh, to serve with Thanksgiving dinner as well, like uh, Riesling and Gewürztraminer and all of that. Okay, so that is your wine tip of the week. Okay, so tweet of the week. Um, this actually goes to one of the actors on Scandal, which is Darby Stanchfield. And Darby plays Abby on the show, a former gladiator, currently White House staffer. But anyway, she, she tweeted, which I thought was really funny, um, regarding the new guy um, at uh, Olivia Pope and Associates, which is Marcus, I think is his name, or, or, no, or Malcolm. I think it's Marcus. Uh, anyway, she said um, uh, that Huck and Quinn need to... Uh, it, do a gladiator initiation on him and uh get him to wear a plaid shirt plaid flannel shirt and then they each need to uh lick him on the cheek pronto and if you you think back to previous seasons i think particularly when huck had abducted quinn that was kind of some of the stuff that went down uh so anyway and then um katie q lowes who plays quinn tweeted back and was cracking up so uh shout out to them and thanks for the the tweet that was uh that was uh, pretty clever on on your part okay so that is it for this week's uh episode of wine and popcorn so next week right here we will have the um scandal winter finale recap so um Tweet me or um, send me your predictions, uh, what you think is going to happen. Um, you can connect with me on uh, Twitter at Wine and Popcorn underscore. Uh, wine and Popcorn underscore. Um, so please uh, tweet somebody about, tell them about the show. Um, please like our pa- page on Facebook. Um, you can find all the episodes on wineandpopcorn.com um, you can also subscribe and listen to all, all the episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio um, and if you would you know, leave a comment like and share um, helps us to keep to keep doing what we do so as Olivia Pope new resident of the White House always says until next time it's ham. don't no hang around, please Liz, hit the tables, get them tables clean Liz's birthday party tomorrow night